0: Locked on. Locked on. Locked, Locked. Locked on. Locked, Locked. Locked on. Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked on Cowboys podcast presented by NFL Game Pass. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay an entire game and catch all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we've got a special podcast for you today. Uh, Landon McCool, my co-host. Follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Chatted with Locked On Rams to preview the team's Week One matchup. Uh, let's get right into the interview.
1: All right, folks. I'm joined by Sosa Creminges from Locked On Rams, and we are going to talk about our Week One matchup with the Rams uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, first off, it's 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 going to be exciting, despite the fact that there are no uh, people in the stands. Just to see the new stadium is going to be really cool. Um, I know that there's been a, it's been a long time coming, so it's going to be. Uh, something that is going to rival Jerry world for, for, from what I understand. So I, I'm excited just to see that at first. Um, but let's talk about the actual football game and the, the players that are playing it. So I guess as, as an outsider, you know, my, my first question is after the losses of Fowler and, and Matthews, you know, who are, you know, what is the plan for the Los Angeles Rams pass rush? Uh, and, 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 what is is there a rotation going to happen, and what is exactly going to look like? You know, when they line up and and it's time to go get after Dak.
2: Yeah, so that outside linebacker position is a bit of a question mark entering the season. Obviously, um, the Rams have, you know, arguably the best player in football in Aaron Donald up front at defensive tackle, who's going to amplify any pass rush really. So, yeah. um, but outside of him, it's a lot of question marks in terms of the pass rush. So, like you mentioned, the Rams. Uh, let Dante Fowler walk in free agency, and he was paid lucratively by the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and to what I was I was really surprised, actually, that the Rams cut Clay Matthews uh, because he didn't save them much money. And I did think that in his role as a same linebacker that he played very well. And so, um, but the Rams, uh, you know, they elected to move on and they replaced him with Leonard Floyd, who was one of Brandon Staley's players in Chicago. And so... You know, it appears that Floyd is going to factor in at that same linebacker spot exactly where Matthews played in 2019. Um, and, you know, he offers a bit more juice than Matthews did at this point in his career. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, Floyd still hasn't really developed into the pass rusher that um, anyone expected or, or the Bears expected when they selected him in the top 15 of the um, 20, I want to say 2015 draft or 2016 draft. Yeah. right, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, th- there could be a lack of a pass rush coming from that side of the, uh, the formation. But, you know, I, I've watched a lot of film on Floyd, and I'm excited to see uh, his run game contributions because I do think he's one of the more underrated edge defenders uh, in terms of the run. Now, the opposite spot from him is even a bigger question mark, actually. So uh, the Rams look like they are probably going to lean towards uh, veteran Samson Ebukam, who started for the Rams in 2018 when, when they had that Super Bowl run though in 2019 he was kind of a a pseudo sixth man off the bench pass rusher kind of guy um and you know he he hasn't really developed and i I wouldn't necessarily say that he's worthy of a starting spot but uh the Rams elected to spend assets elsewhere and so they're kind of stuck going back to Epcom who you know isn't very strong against the run um he's just an average pass rusher at best i would say but behind them are two intriguing players that you know, are expected to figure into the into the rotation at some point. And um, unfortunately for one of them, rookie Terrell Lewis, the third-round pick out of Alabama, he's not going to be able to go for week one. And uh, the Rams have kept his injury very tight to the vest and haven't really spoken much about it. It's some sort of a knee ailment that um, sounds like it could keep him out for quite a while. And so Lewis won't be able to go. But uh, one more player that a lot of fans are excited about, uh, me as well, is eye Okoronko, who, mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't played much to this point in his career, but um, even coming out of Oklahoma a few years back, he showed a lot of pass rush prowess. And so um, even though he's not very proven and he hasn't had a lot of experience in the NFL, he might ultimately be the best pass rusher for the Rams coming from that outside linebacker spot, which is kind of strange to say, but um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of him in week one.
1: And that kind of actually leads me to my, one of my other questions I'm going to skip ahead to. And what exactly, you know, you mentioned Brandon Staley bringing uh, Leonard Floyd over from, from Chicago. What exactly do we think Brandon Staley's defense is going to look like? I mean, is it going to be similar to what he had with uh, Fangio at, 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 at Chicago, or is it going to be something completely different?
2: yeah so you know early word is that it's going to be something similar to what like you said Vic Fangio ran um, in Chicago and so obviously the the personnel is going to be a huge difference in terms of you know Chicago's defense that year was one of the best defenses we've ever seen and so um, it's much easier to run any scheme really when you have so much talent on that side of the ball Uh, whereas the Rams you know they appear to be a talented defense but um, it's tough to say exactly where they're going to rank this season but Um, you know with the lack of experience at edge rusher and and the lack of names and assets invested into the inside linebacker position I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of you know wrinkles and things that we aren't really accustomed to seeing when it comes to defenses in the NFL and defenses in 2020 now the Rams do have a lot of really intriguing and solid contributors at that safety spot and so Mm -hmm. it is expected that these guys are really going to start to rotate and factor in heavily and they might even run three safety looks like big big dime looks big you know linebacker looks uh, pseudo linebacker looks with those safeties they might even find a way to field all four safeties at one point in time because of the lack of established coverage linebackers that the Rams have and so um, you know we've even heard word that Jalen Ramsey kind of dropped a little tidbit here and there earlier in the offseason that You know, we have no idea how Brandon Steele is going to use him, and it's going to be something completely contrary to anything we've ever seen. Now, you know, that's tough to say exactly what, you know, the plans are with that, but um, it appears that, you know, the Rams are going to have a lot of personal issues, but as well as uh, certain strengths at other uh, positions on that defense. And so it wouldn't surprise me to see a lot of jumbling and a lot of mix and matching personnel, just like you mentioned with the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of. You know, one week might look a certain way, and then another week the defense might look completely different with other guys registering snaps. And so, you know, with the Cowboys having so much pass game prowess and such a dominant trio of receivers, um, the Rams might have to field more pass coverage, you know, safeties in, in favor of heavy downhill linebackers. And so, um, it's very interesting to see what what they're going to field, and we don't know for certain how it's going to look, but. Uh, based off of reports and what we know so far and, you know, with the lack of preseason and everything, uh, apparently it's going to be similar to something that Vic Fangio used to run in Chicago.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a like you mentioned, very similar to us with where it's a matchup-based situation, less mm-hmm. of a kind of defined, we're doing this, and more, hey, what are you doing? We'll stop that.
0: This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays, And see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You get to relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game, every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes, Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Amari Cooper, and many, many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL film's archives. Go to nfl.com slash game pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops.
1: Let's move on to the other side of the ball. And I think, you know, uh, obviously the Rams are at least... This modern iteration are well known for their offense for Sean McVay, Jared Goff, uh, Cooper Cup. These are all names that became household names three or four years ago as this team started to ascend as an as an offensive unit. It seems like they took a little bit of a step back last year, but I think uh, McVay found some of his secret sauce by adding in a little bit 12 personnel and, I, and with the return of uh, Gerald Everett and Tyler Higbee on the field at the same time, I, I'm I'm interested, hopefully not week one. I'm interested to see what kind of damage the Rams can do with, 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 uh, some different personnel groups and, and mixing it up other than just 11 personnel. Um, uh, but I, I think where I have my, my most questions is at the offensive line position, uh, which has been a problem for the Rams before, uh, with, with two guys coming back from, from pretty serious injury. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's Austin Blythe and, and Rob Havenstein, uh, what's the current confidence level of the offensive line?
2: I mean, it depends on who you ask (laughs) for me personally. (laughs) I'm highly concerned about the offensive line because, um, you know, like you mentioned, Rob Havenstein, you know, he did battle some injuries last season um, and it seemed to have affected his play quite significantly because this is a guy who we've seen perform at a very high level among right tackles in, in the NFL. And so, um, we've seen him play at a borderline elite level, and last season he just fell off a cliff, and was ultimately benched really down the down the season, down the line, down the season, um, in favor of a rookie, Bobby Evans. And so mm-hmm. uh, that kind of speaks to just how how dramatically his play fell. Though it is expected that Hevenstein is going to come right back in at right tackle, and I expect him to bounce back pretty nicely as well as you know the bookend tackle and Andrew Whitworth, who's a yeah. true veteran of the game. Uh, but it's the interior trio that, you know, significantly worries me. Uh, you got Joseph Nopum, who's starting a left guard, who tore his ACL last year. I believe it was in Week no 7. Boom, what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he tore his ACL in Week 7, I believe it was, and missed the rest of the season. But, you know, I I don't view his return necessarily as something positive because, <laughs> according to the PFF's numbers, he graded 83rd out of 83rd qualifying guards in, in terms of <laughs> PFF grade. And so... I'm genuinely shocked that the Rams are going to elect to start uh, no at left guard because I do think he projects much better at tackle. But uh, that's, you know, the road that they're choosing there. Um, and then at center, Austin Blythe, they're going to go with who we've seen some really good play in 2018. And then we've seen some down play in 2019. Uh, so some of those inconsistencies worry me, but um, we have seen some good play from Blythe. And I do think he's much better at center than he is at guard. And he's kind of bounced back and forth between those two spots. Um, so I am happy to see him at center. But then again, the opposite guard spot once again worries me uh, because the Rams are going to be starting Austin Corbett at right guard for the first time. Uh, last season, he started at left guard when he was traded to the Rams. It was a midseason trade with the Cleveland Browns. The Rams traded a fifth round pick in uh, in hopes of you know finding a potential starting lineman. And Corbett ultimately did start for the team at left guard for the rest of the season, but he didn't play well. And so now him flipping over to right guard is kind of a concern because, you know, it's always hard for linemen to kind of flip positions there. Um, But not only that, his play just wasn't that great last season. And so I think that could spell some trouble there as well. I I thought the Rams might elect to go with second-year players like David Edwards or even Bobby Evans at that Mm -hmm. guard spot or at that left guard spot. Um, But that's the trio that the Rams chose on the inside. And for me personally, I'm definitely worried about it because – um, as most people know, you know, the Rams kind of stem everything in their offense from their run game and uh, that outside zone-based running game and, and then kind of meshing their whole passing game off of that and making just everything look really similar. And that's, you know, how we've seen the Rams dominate so so much in 2018 and why they took a major step back in 2019, like you mentioned. Um, and those three interior linemen are going to be crucial to determining whether the Rams are going to be able to kind of emulate what they did in 2018 or whether they're going to be closer to the offense that we've seen in 2019 and uh, that's something that personally worries me as well as just the lack of mobility and uh, creativity from a guy like Jared Goff because he plays fantastic football in structure but when the pocket starts to collapse and he's kind of forced to start to create with his feet um, it's where his out of structure play uh, starts to worry me so um, I'm concerned about the offensive line but uh, we really don't know what's going to happen with the lack of preseason. So uh, we'll see, I guess, going into week one, how they uh, fare.
1: Yeah, it should be interesting. I think we're all, you know, at this point on similar footing where we're all just kind of dying to see exactly what our teams put out there because we just have no idea. Right. Um, we're right. All right, we're, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about predictions for the games week one. Okay. So, so let's let's talk about what we think is going to be the outcome of this game. Um, I guess, uh, you, why don't you start first with uh, whatever predictions you have for Sunday night of uh, when our two teams meet. All
2: right, perfect. Uh, so like you mentioned, I'm super, super excited to see, uh, you know, I mean, just football come back. Yeah. I'm starting to get jitters, you know, the hairs on my arms are starting to stand up. Um, I'm ready to see SoFi Stadium. It's been a couple of years, obviously, for Rams fan. It got it, it got delayed for a whole year, so yeah. we kind of got teased there. Um, but in terms of what we're going to see on the field, you know, it's hard to say because of the lack of preseason. Obviously, there's probably going to be a lack of chemistry uh, in terms of just offenses league-wide, um, particularly across the offensive lines. I mean, these guys didn't even have a chance to gel at all. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this uh, game as – two offenses that are incredibly strong and two defenses that have some question marks across the the defense. And so for the Rams, I think they have a lot of questions in terms of their linebackers, their their run stopping ability, and, and then kind of their pass rush ability. And then I look at the Cowboys defense and kind of, see that secondary as a potentially weak spot where, where the Rams might be able to take advantage of because the Rams, like I mentioned, do have a really good uh, trio of receivers, just as the Cowboys do. But mm-hmm. then I look at the opposite side and, you know, the Cowboys field one of the best offensive lines of football. They have a mobile quarterback who can kind of do that zone read. They have a really good running back The running game is just strong in general, and the Rams don't really have the personnel to match up really well against that. And so I expect it to be a relatively high scoring affair, even though, like I mentioned, there could be like that lack of chemistry from, you know, pretty much every team across the league. Um, In terms of score, I have a funny feeling that um, the Cowboys and the Rams are going to be tied late into the fourth quarter, 31-31 and Mr. Greg Zerline the former Rangers, Oh no. <laughs> might just have to do it. Yeah, I'm going to Oh predict wow. 34-31 for the Cowboys. Uh oh, wow. and I wouldn't be shocked to see some sort of crazy special teams business yep. going on with Coach Bones there.
1: Yeah. good call uh, for bringing it back to Coach Bones. Um, I, I you know, I I think just the sense around this team uh, for the Cowboys is just feels very different. And, and maybe, maybe that all changes week one after a, you know, a mystifying and or, or, or disheartening loss to the Rams. Uh, but I, I think at this point, you know, the, everything seems to be falling into place in a, in a positive way for the Cowboys th- uh, this off season. Uh, I, I tend to think that they take that momentum into week one and, 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 and take it to the Rams. I think it's going to be a very close game though. And I'll tell you what, when before I started studying the Rams again, I, you know, I looked back at the game that happened last year, and I think the Rams—you know—the Rams just ran into a, a buzzsaw. Uh, you know, that was at, that was at a bad spot, and they had been holding it together last year uh, for weeks previous to that. And I think when they faced the Cowboys, it was just one of those things where it had just fallen apart for them. And, and trust me, as a Cowboys fan, I recognize that because we've been there lots of times before. <laughs> so I don't—I don't really. I'm throwing that game out because I don't think it's really a good uh, measuring stick for what this this game is going to be like. I think this is going to be a very close game against two really talented teams. Um, I tend to think that the Cowboys will win. I think the the thing that you know, I look at it almost like exactly like you do. I think you have two offenses that are going to be dictating the terms against two defenses that are still trying to find their way, um, and especially in, a, in an off season where no one's tackling and there's just a lot of you know. Uh, organizational nightmares, the consistency that the, the Rams' offense has with Sean McVay from last season to this season and the consistency that the Cowboys' uh, offense has from with Kellen Moore from last season to this season uh, I think is going to make those units just so much more ready to play than, than the defense. So... Uh, right. I think, I tend to think that it's going to be a high scoring affair as well. Um, I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I think three points is probably, I, I think I'm, I'm picking the Cowboys by three points. I won't pick your score. I'll pick 34 <laughs> uh, 37 just to see they get yeah. one extra set of field goals each that they made. And I, I do really like the idea of the of it being a, a Greg Zerline kick though not only because of, <laughs> of his of his history with the Rams but frankly uh, just as a um as, as an exercising the demons for the Cowboys previous season of terrible special teams, woes, it would, it would be, it would be quite poetic. So we'll see how it all plays out on Sunday. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll, we'll, good luck to you guys. And, and hopefully no matter what everyone stays healthy and, and, and comes out of the game uh, free of injury and free of, of virus as well, which is the hope I'm sure all across the league.
2: Absolutely. Good luck to you guys as well. And uh, you know, hopefully it's a happy and safe game for everyone and everyone comes out clean And uh, we get a show to start out week one, Sunday Night Football. Football's back, baby. Let's go.